Lion just recovered a fumble. Bits of wisdom. It's Harry Ludini, I'm pretty sure. That's when it kind of becomes Home Improvement After Dark. I guess that leaves us at the question of the week. Mmm, very good. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, Jordan, but a really cool aerial shot of the table. Reasonably funny. User review. Does everybody know what time it is? Home and podcast time. That's right, Binford Tools is proud to present the Home Improvement Podcast. My name is Adam, and you all know my co-host, Jordan, the Shave Sheep Lions. <laughs> oh man, not the chess master, but the Shave Sheep. Well, you gave me a lot of options before we started. I that know, was the one I chose. We, we've got a lot of things going on. Happy uh, 2018, Adam. Happy 2018, Jordan. We haven't spoke uh, in general in several weeks. Uh, Just we through vi- like uh, you know Facebook messages yeah. that you say was your mom, but I think it was you, so... Well, I don't care to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, we haven't we haven't talked in a while. We haven't talked about home improvement in I don't know, like a year, a year and a half or something. It feels like we've been talking about we've been talking about lackluster Tim Allen movies that people may or may not be watching. But we are back to our our namesake. We are talking about home improvement today on Home and Podcast. But before mm. we do so, we have uh, we have some things we have to discuss. <laughs> We've got about eight intro <laughs> we have, uh, things we'd like to talk about. Sometimes it's so. difficult to come up with things to talk about, but when you, you don't uh, record for about a month, those uh, those things really yeah, stack up. So uh, we're talking about we're going to try to talk about things that we've experienced over the last month or so that sort of tangentially, and I mean tangentially, relate to home <laughs> improvement. So um, Jordan, I'll let you start. What what is something that has maybe happened to you that relates to the podcast or the show? Yeah, I think the the biggest one, uh, you know, a few episodes back we covered the reunion episode where mm-hmm. Jill goes back to was it it was high school reunion, right? Or I believe so. I think it was high school, yeah. It doesn't does it really matter? I don't Mm-mm, think so. No. But you know, we've talked before, um maybe not on air, but we haven't heard anything from our class. We've uh, talked on air. We've talked on air about this, and, uh, you know, the five-year reunion went by, we didn't hear anything. Now we're rolling around to the 10-year reunion, and things have really ramped up, because there's a Facebook group, there's already, like, 300 people in it, uh, all of our favorite, you know, high school friends <laughs> that we <laughs> haven't <laughs> that we haven't connected with in so long are starting to post funny, uh, funny GIFs on there. I mean, I'm, so. not, I'm not on Facebook, but... Uh... Yeah, this is going to make you come back, isn't it? I've heard I've heard what people are posting and, and it seems to be a lot of like wow I can't believe it's been ten years or ten years damn you know things like that like people mm-hmm. are all of a sudden surprised that we are twenty eight and it's been ten years but uh, <laughs> yeah I, I tell you what ask and and you shall receive because you know, I don't know a year ago or so we were talking about how we didn't know if it was going to happen and well now it has so and- Katie. Katie Durkin heard our heard our calls from the podcast. I, it's really hard for me, you know. I don't really post much on Facebook at all, but it's really hard for me not to get in this group and then post something to I know, our just podcast. Kind of, kind of mischievous. <laughs> I, I like to just kind of stir the pot. I, it's funny that three hundred people are in the group because I don't. I mean, maybe like four fifty graduated with us. So I'm wondering. There's, there's statistics in there that say three fifty. Three fifty. That graduated with us. That's what it says in the group. That's so low. I don't know. That seems low. I mean, we can't really fact check this stuff. No, no uh, way. I mean, uh, we, we... <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, I can't believe it <laughs> happened. Uh, now we have to make some tough choices about whether or not we're going. Uh, <sighs> I, Vegas betting odds say we, we are not, but uh, you know, it's something fun to talk about for the next. If I long. go, you for sure will make the drive. Hundred <sighs> percent. If you pick me up along the way. 
That's not along the way at all. Yeah. I'd be flying. Yeah, well, we, we, we'll talk about, we'll take this offline. Uh, <laughs> all right, so something, obviously, thanks for starting, that is huge news for us and listeners. Um, another kind of home improvement, home and podcast thing that happened over break, uh, I posted a picture of this. Is I did go ice fishing at Houghton Lake. Um, mm. I felt as though I had to just because I, I came out with, with such, like, I don't know. Hot, I guess hot takes on ice fishing. I was really throwing shade at the depiction of it on on the uh, real you were, episode. You were boasting in your expertise. That's, yeah, that's basically it was like they don't know anything. I know everything. Uh, so I had to put my money where my mouth is. Uh, I went ice fishing. Posted a pic. Uh, Houghton Lake, where Al's fictitious cabin was. Uh, got were, absolutely. Were no- you more successful? No, I got than no they were. action. I mean, I didn't fall through the ice, but I also didn't have bunk mm. beds out on the ice. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no flags, no fish, no anything. But it was good to be out there. It was, uh, it was very, very peaceful. Quite cold, um, mm-hmm. but a good time was had by my father and I. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you kept the tradition alive. Had to. Had to. Next. Next. Uh, so New Year's every year we do a semi nice dinner, and uh, we went to a place called the Capitol Grill, which reminded me of the episodes of Chez Pierre. Uh, th- the waiters and waitresses there were much better. They weren't, like, right. running in the back to, you know, look at a football well, game. Were the Lions on, though? <laughs> Concurrently? <laughs> That's the problem. The Lions weren't on, so they were kind of sad and bored. Yeah. So, Would you, uh, you had a good meal? Had a good meal. Uh, I had the salmon, mm. and uh, they have, like, shareable sides there. And then I finished it off with a... Uh, a nice, delicious cheesecake. Oh, yeah. Say yeah. it again. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, another bit of uh, bit of news is, this is barely news, but uh, related to the podcast, and I might as well get it out there now. Um, been watching uh, the sixth and seventh seasons of West Wing. Uh, a lot of episodes of West Wing finally kind of nearing the end, but... Uh, Patricia Richardson has been playing a, a key role. Uh, she is the campaign advisor of, of Arnie Vinick, played by Alan Alda, and there's a big presidential race, race here as the show ends. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to see her. She's got, like, a Bluetooth on. She's talking about Congress and the GOP, and she's very, very serious. Uh, but she's good, and I've, I've enjoyed seeing her in this role. And uh, I think I posted a picture mm-hmm. about a month ago. But, uh, yeah, it's good to see, good to see old, uh, old Patri- Patricia Richardson, uh, you know, doing a, a different role, kind of outside of the kitchen. She's not cooking. She's not cleaning. She's not doing laundry. She's not <laughs> augmenting her breasts. Uh, you know, <laughs> Making thousands of cupcakes. Yeah, making thousands <laughs> of cupcakes. She's just in and off as being, being stern and serious. And, and, you know, she's kicking butt and taking names. But uh, it's, it's been a good role for her. So She's I'll showing look. off her chops. She's showing off her chops. Uh, Jordan, did you have anything else that you wanted to discuss here? Um, I mean, should we do like a rest in peace to your coffee maker? Yeah, I think we should. Uh, one thing I asked for for Christmas was a new coffee coffee maker. Anybody that's ever listened to this show knows that the old one was, uh, you know, it was endearing in its <laughs> just kind of utility. It would just sort of beep whenever. Um, but uh, I got a new one, Black & Decker, baby. Uh, not a sponsor. Looking at it right now, stainless steel. It looks like something that would be in a, you know, like a man's kitchen. Very, very nice, uh, fast. 
masculine. It's not gonna beep anymore. I don't even think it beeps at all. So uh, it's wow. uh, it's a fantastic silent, piece it's of silent machinery. coffee maker. Silent but deadly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is uh, that the, the beeps. Are, we'll, we'll come to missed beeps. I think in in um, months, days, yeah. months, years. But. Sometimes you know, as it, we got later in the run here, I use that as kind of like the catalyst to start our audible um, yeah. advertisements and sponsorships. Right. So. I don't know when I'm going to do them now. I'll, I'll just forget, I guess. Well, don't forget today, Jordan, because don't we have kind of a, a spe- special sponsor? Yeah, yeah, we should segue right into that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, usually this moment is, is reserved not for Black & Decker sponsorships or Audible, but for our Patreon um, supporters. But today we've got a special sponsor, which is the book called Crunch Time Cam, which is Whoa. my new book. Yeah, it's coming out, but well, when this episode drops, it'll have been out for a day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tuesday, January 9th is the release day for Crunch Time Cam, a uh, kid's book about basketball, teamwork, friendship, all those fun things that you want your kids to read about. So, if you want to, uh, you know, support the show, support me, uh, support just literature in general, you can go onto Amazon and type in Crunch Time Cam. There's ebook. Uh, and there's also paperback, so mm-hmm. thank you, thank uh, you to both me. Both rel- re- relatively inexpensive, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, both under ten bucks. So whoa, it, I mean that's worth a deal's a deal, every, man. Worth every penny, <clears throat> and that money goes directly to your pocket, correct? Mine and Amazon's. All right, well that's <laughs> unfortunate, but you know, you, as long as you get a big cut, I think I think we'll uh, we'll yeah uh, we'll yeah you get you that. get some good you get some good royalty rates on Amazon, so it's worth it. Now, is this at all? Is this like the J.K. Rowling detective books at all? Is there any of that kind of? Yeah, mixed in I mean, there? there's a lot of like magic and okay. Sherlock. It's a magic oh. basketball like Space Jam. Got my yeah. powers back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I couldn't have written a better synopsis for the book than that. Is Muggsy Bogues in the book? I mean, you know I'm short, so it yeah, just seems true. like there's a character based off of me that and Muggsy gotta Bogues. Be, gotta be. A gotta hybrid be. Jordan Lyons, Muggsy Bogues character. Wow, that's uh, that's the best kind of character. All right, uh, enough about you and your book and <laughs> me and my West Wing and coffee pots, etc., we gotta we gotta do something we haven't done in a while, and that's let's talk about an actual episode. So, Jordan, mm. what are we covering today? Episode seventy two is going to be covering what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. A great a great title if there ever was one. This one's written by Tim Allen. This is his only episode that he wrote apparently, and then also Diane Ford. So she this is the only episode that she wrote. Uh, she's also a stand-up comedian, and I think you can kind of see that in this episode. There's a lot of one-liner yeah, jokes there's, Yeah, type there's of stuff. a lot. I mean, I wonder if she's a successful stand-up comedian just based on the quality of the one-liners and jokes in this, but... She's not really doing much now. It seems like she was more, you know, obviously in the 90s stand-up comic. But um, this episode aired May 11th, 1994. There's some plot keywords like chess and cosmetic surgery, which, you know, that's what we're going to see. But our, our alternative titles are what we're really here for. And yeah. uh, you and I talked, this. we're a little rusty, and it's going to show right now. Yeah. How many do you have? I've got three. All right, I have four. Okay. Uh, I'll start with my worst one. <laughs> Mark the Marvel. Oh. Just because he's so different than how he normally is? Yeah, I guess. All right, I'll do my Mark-related one. Okay. Game, set, Mark. See, that's good. I was trying to do something like that. I couldn't. All right. Uh, Next one, also quite bad. 
table manners. <laughs> You've, have you done that one before? It's entirely possible. Who's keeping track? <laughs> I don't know. All right, mine's. This is my worst one, I think. Tim acts like a pawn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good. It's a good title. All right. Thanks. We get into the better ones, I think. Of chess and chests. Ooh. That's good. I like yeah, that one. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> this one's related to the chess. Silicone Valley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. My last one. Jilf. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's the best one. Thank you. Well yeah, That's done. the first one I came up with. Yeah. Well done. All right. Uh, plot synopsis provided by Skagari sixty six. After an, yeah, I know. After an acquaintance of hers gets cosmetic surgery to please her husband, Jill gets mad at Tim for suggesting that she could benefit from some improvements. On tool time, Tim and Al attempt to refurbish a table. Meanwhile, Brad and Randy challenge Mark to a series of games with the loser having to do cleanup chores around the house. Having to do cleanup chores. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's right. These are a lot like the chores I had to do when I couldn't hang out, hang out with you. Picking up apples from your side yard. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Uh, I guess, should we get into it? I'll start. Yeah, let's do it. It's, all right. So. Please me... tell me you you noticed the logo this time. You know, I, I did. <laughs> I'm sure I did. I just don't remember it. What was he, what was he doing? Well, the logo had kind of like morphed into a giant house fly and flies oh, yeah, into the windshield weird. of the car. Yeah, it was that very was strange. Weird. I don't like that. And it was like buzzing, wasn't it? Yeah, I just, you know, this when the logo either grows arms or wings or legs, mm-hmm. I'm just not into it. Well, I like it when it's mu- kind of muscular. It's sort of cool. <laughs> you, you, you would. <clears throat> I just you like kind of mu- see yourself in the logo. I just like muscles, yeah. All right. Okay, so we're in the garage, and uh, Tim is tinkering with the hot rod, which he's been doing for, like, three years now. When's this thing going to be done? I mean, Yeah, well, this is, you know, they're just getting ready for the great race, too. Uh, Yeah, that is coming up. Ugh, we should just skip it. Uh, (laughs) Tim is testing the horn, but instead the brights go on, and they blind Mark. Uh, I guess I don't even know how that, like, they they say, like, some wires are crossed, but I can't. I mean, maybe that's This actually happened to me. It did? This actually happened to me. Yeah, because so with my car, I recently installed uh, Cruise with a friend that he helped me install it. Wow. And uh, one of the wires like contacted some metal in the steering wheel. And instead uh, of just the Cruise working, what happened is the horn would just blare. And oh, it, wow. you couldn't get it to stop. So I had to drive like 30 minutes in downtown Orlando uh, to get to my friend's house for him to fix this. But uh, it was a pretty comical scene. Sounds comical. I mean, you're in the town of Disney, so I mean, such comedy is not foreign to that area. <laughs> yeah, it was outside of Disney, actually. So wow. I mean, you drove people, by, you drove by the big golf ball, and everybody was like, "Whoa, what's that? What's going on? Why is this guy?" No, you were getting on like I four, the busiest highway there, and people are like, "Why is this guy honking at me to move over?" People and, are like, uh, "Orlando sure is wacky." Yeah, they, I was afraid that somebody was going to kill me. So it yeah. was a little, maybe a little scary. bit less comical. That is true. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, Jill enters and she's got to make like <laughs> she six, says thousands, six thousand cupcakes for a school function. I got. She should just stop taking on so many tasks. She's always just so I mean, busy and cranky about if it. If people are asking you to make six thousand <laughs> cupcakes, I'm out. I yeah, just, I'm done. I mean. 
how many how much money is that how much time is that that's I mean, ridiculous yeah i would say like a couple dozens a big ask you know like two or three <laughs> dozen that seems like enough but uh well there's a school carnival so she ha- she doesn't have any choice um tim was supposed to make cutouts which i mean jill's making cupcakes tim's making cutouts uh one is a male one is a female he turns the male around and it's uh it's an arnold schwarzenegger kind of build and he does a uh a sh- one of the two Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. joke slash impressions in this episode. Uh, then he turns around the other one, and it's kind of a busty blonde. And um, uh, this is missing a, an arm. Missing an arm. The thumbs on the wrong side. But hey, who cares about the the arms or the thumbs when she? You know, she's just she's got boobs, man. A lot of lot of uh, boob humor in this one. Yeah. Well, at least they're actually setting up what's going to happen in this episode this time, right? Uh, I suppose so. Yeah. This does. This does set the stage, uh, and then that is uh, that's it. Then they, they play the opening opening theme. We never did. We have a school carnival. I mean, there was a carnival in town, but I don't think it was a school, school carnival. School carnival kind of sounds to me like uh, like a field day, kind of end of the year sort of function. I guess I remember mm. having those, but it, I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't call it a carnival. There wasn't any stump the tool man booth that I remember. Well, that's good because yeah, Tim got stumped a bunch by a twelve year old. <laughs> He's so inept. Right. He is. Yeah, I don't know how he has a show. Me neither. All right, so at home, Brad and Randy are battling on old Game Boys. Did you have a Game Boy? Yeah, I did. I didn't have one like this, though. My first the one bigger was a, ones? Was a, no, my first one was like, yeah, my first one was Game Boy Color. It was purple. Me too. Uh, and I liked it a lot. Very fun. Those Game Boys were good for, for car rides and stuff. Oh, but yeah. I used I've to never, play them all the way down to Florida. Yeah, likewise. I've never seen it with the cord, and I guess the cord is how you do the battling? Yeah, I actually, so I still have my original Game Boy Color, the green one that I got, but yeah, I had a, a cord for, you know, trading Pokemon or battling or whatever, so. That's interesting, yeah, uh, I'd never seen that, I've, I'd played the, the big bulky ones before, but um, yeah, yeah, I uh, those were fun, I, do you, yours still work? Still works, um, some of the games have issues <coughs> because the yeah. things that keep like your saves are battery powered. And at some point, the batteries run out. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, the actual machine works really well. Yeah, cool. All right. Well. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, the boys are battling. Yeah, they're battling. Brad and Randy, are, they're like, uh, I don't know, they're really intense. And they're like shaking the, the Game Boys. Do we know what game playing they're some playing? Game. Or no? No. I, so. I, I, I was trying to also think of that game that they talked about a long Zaxxon. time ago. Zaxxon. So maybe that's what they're doing. No, that was at the arcade. There was a different one. Oh, okay. Well. I don't know. I don't know. Something, something. But uh, Mark and Tim walk in, and uh, Tim wants to play next. And then they, the boys start ragging on Mark, saying he's not allowed to play because he's terrible. But we come to learn that he's not. So Tim makes a wager. Basically, if Mark beats Randy in this game, they have to clean the basement. So there's big stakes going on. And if they win, he's treating him to an afternoon at the movies. So everyone wins. It's weird. I mean, like, how many movies are you going to want to see in the afternoon? I don't don't know. know. I don't know. But uh, otherwise, yeah, like you said, they go to the movies. Uh, Mark beats Randy. The crowd goes wild. I go wild. It just shows how little Mark has achieved over the course of three (laughs) seasons that the crowd is just like... So tickled that Mark finally has his moment. Like, yeah, they're just rooting for the underdog. It's it's an ovation akin to like, hmm, I mean, I don't know that we've ever seen an ovation quite like this one. But uh, yeah, they the crowd literally goes wild for Mark. You you would think that he would be good at these games too, because I mean, he's probably just got to hang out in his room, play these games by himself, get 
practice and get better and better because he doesn't have any friends or his brothers won't play with him. And well, Randy just didn't take him seriously enough, and you know, Mark preys on weak opponents like that. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so Jill comes home after this this escapade, and uh, well, Mark goes up to his room to play on his computer. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's going to go play on my computer. He's going to go practice against the computer. So Uh, Jill comes home. She's got a depressing story about plastic surgery. Um, Some husband, after 12 years, had left his wife for a younger model of woman, apparently. Mm -hmm. So so she got a bunch of work done to make herself look better, I guess. Tim, not seeing any of Jill's emotion here, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, makes a joke about it. And yeah, this, what... is, this is the worst kind of Tim, the Tim that is just kind of clueless and insensitive. Like, this doesn't even... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he The whole episode is built on him just, like, having responses that I don't even think the character would normally have. Like, he's just so, like, willfully ignorant, uh, and it yeah. all starts here. And he, Yeah, and he just makes the same jokes over and over again. This is basically overactive glance again. Is what we're gonna Remind get. Remind me what so. happens in that one. Oh, is uh, that they, where uh, Heidi is there and she's yeah, she's like, Kiki, Kiki Vander something. Whatever. Yeah, uh, this episode is well. I'll talk later about the I don't know the take on plastic surgery, but I was thinking like I guess that plastic surgery. I don't know the origins of it per se, but I feel like around this time in the '90s, maybe like breast implants became a very big thing. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I, I, that's based off nothing, but I just kind of I feel like I remember like that kind of being a thing for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, probably eighties, nineties. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then Tim goes on to say, like, after years, women basically uh, let themselves go, and, and he's, he's, he's lean, lenient. Yeah. Oh God. my gosh, it's terrible. It's so bad. Also, like, it's really bad. I mean, it's just like really bad, and you know, like. I mean, Jill looks good. Jill looks better than Tim does, certainly. Uh, yeah, well, and then Jill takes him to task, and uh, Tim tries to backtrack, and um, at least she doesn't take it, I guess. I'm glad about that. That's true, so, yeah. That she, would have made this episode unwatchable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, she, uh, she, she gets him right back, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just like, I don't... Uh, this is so, never what we want to watch yeah every so often it's just like for the sake of an episode or for the sake of humor they'll have like tim be just unlikable and kind of misogynistic and stupid for laughs and i don't i don't like it and the laughs aren't laughs and the aren't laughs really funny. aren't there yeah <laughs> so all right so oh, we're well. at tool time um they are refinishing a is table this where, is this where the laughs are because i can't find them well, I'm just wondering, how many times have we seen them refinish a table? Like, I feel like they refinish something every three or four episodes. I don't, I don't, maybe it's just me, but I I had a, a lot of, uh, I had some deja vu here as they were working on this table. Like, I just feel like I've seen this before. Uh, my well, notes, they keep going to garage sales, and they keep getting great deals. So. I mean, yeah. Uh, Al's paying, though. Tim's not paying it back. I didn't take a lot of notes for this, just because this is full of, like, really bad one-liners that didn't even really dignify me writing them down uh i just you know tim's really annoying um there's a lot of back and forth he makes a joke about like everything it's weird he's like in a much more joking mood than he even usually you can tell it's written by like i mean like i don't tim writing it uh and then another stand-up comedian like it's just very jokey like it's like a joke he has a joke retort for every single thing that al says and none of them land necessarily uh, it builds up to that they have to sand a table. 
Um, you know, he's seen this uh, upwards of 72 times before. Uh, he has a super sander. He puts it to the table, and it goes, you know, right through and creating a big circle in the center of the table. And that's essentially the scene. It's, it's not very good. No, but now they have a round hole, and all they need is a square peg. That was okay. Then... That was a, an okay and, line. But... And then he says, Al, can you get in there? Yeah, see, that was not okay. <laughs> too far too far <laughs> all right so let's move on to the basement Ooh, Brad good, great is... scene <laughs> not, not awkward at all no so brad, brad finds a hot rod magazine with a quote-unquote babe and uh tim comes down and the the conversation turns to randy basically saying you can gawk right you can look at other women uh i don't know where it's randy weird. gets this idea yeah it, it's yeah, weird it's a, it, I don't understand this scene at all. But uh, Tim says, I don't need to... He basically, you know, all those terrible things that he said earlier, yeah. he's saying all the right things right now. Yeah. He's trying to, at least. So Tim says, I get to gawk all... Or I got all the gawk I want in jail or something. Something to that effect. And then basically. Randy's like, does mom... No, he says, I got all the gawk I want upstairs. And then Randy oh, says, does yeah. mom know about it? It's like, well, that mean. Yeah. some Something really funny about your dad cheating on your mom. Yeah, seriously. Fantastic. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, Tim, to show them how much of a babe Jill is, breaks out some old pictures. Gross. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's weird on a couple different levels. Like, yeah, so he breaks out a picture, a picture that is so obviously Jill. Like, there is no, like, Brad must have, like, a learning disability to not look at that picture and just be like, oh, that's my mom. Like, it is so obvious Jill. He's like, that's a freaking babe, man. And Tim's like, that babe's your mom. And then Brad is just like, ugh, gross. But, like, it's so obviously his mom. Uh, and then, I don't know, like, Tim is, like, tricking his son into saying that, you know, their mom is hot. It's it's weird. He should have at least saw it coming. Even he if he didn't recognize her. He should have definitely seen it coming. Well, he should have <laughs> recognized recognize it. It's a picture of her from, like, I mean, I assume it's actually her. It looked like her. I, I, it looked like her, yeah. It's an actual photo. It lo- I mean, it's not even that, like, she's not even that young. It's just, I don't know. It was really dumb. And just, like, kind of gross it would have been good if brad actually vomited there <laughs> it's like that scene in, have you seen ace ventura yes <laughs> where he finds out that uh you know finkel is einhorn he just like yeah vomits. einhorn is finkel he, yeah einhorn finkel he's like vomits <laughs> and just like washes himself in the showers <laughs> uh, something like that happened uh yeah see there's a missed opportunity yeah right i don't there. know why they didn't go that far they didn't go far enough you know but that's can right. we it, stop and say weird. i actually knew a movie reference you just said i'm so glad yeah uh that's great because <laughs> a new year a new me wow yeah i'm just gonna only bring up ace ventura ace ventura uh, pet, pet detective i don't like when nature calls as much a lot of people do oh, I, I don't care for it see too- now that's the first one that i saw yeah i that one just is like an entirely different movie to me and uh it's a little bit more out there. Friend than the of the pod, one. friend of us, Kyle Manns. I think he prefers that. And if he's listening, he'll let me know. But I always feel like he liked that version better than the first one. I am not that way. But I, I would say I liked it better just because it's the first one I saw. But the first one makes a little bit more. sense. I don't sense. like it when he comes out of that rhino's butt. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Brad should come out of a rhino's butt. Uh, do you like it when he does the, like the Chicago bat scene where he's like jumping up on the uh, sacred bat thing and he starts saying Chicago and all this kind of stuff and trying yeah. to trick the? It's that's okay. Good. It's that's okay. good humor. Yeah. yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm uh, lost now. Where are we at? Here? Ju- 
Jim and Andy on Netflix is really going to – you should watch that. It's a really interesting documentary. and It just shows how off the rails Jim Carrey has become. I'd recommend it to everybody. Uh, back to Home Improvement. Uh, yeah, yeah, they start looking through other old pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jill has all these old pictures of her and other guys but not Tim. Yeah, what the heck's so, that all about? That's strange. Uh, and then and then they find a picture of Tim Again, in the 70s. Again, obviously Tim. And they're like, who's that dork? It's like, no, it's, it looks that's like your, your dad. Yeah, that's your dad. Jeez. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to clean you ever think? Too. You ever think at some point we're going to look like that in old pictures? I mean... Um, Are you just... Adam? Adam's just timeless. He wears timeless clothing. So well, I guess I'm you right, probably won't have that problem. Right now I'm wearing a brown <laughs> cardigan over a gray v-neck with uh, NBA sweatpants. So I don't think that looks ever going out of style. <laughs> Oh my god! My legs are crossed, and I have a coffee cup in my left hand. So, I, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, paint a portrait because uh, yeah. this ain't going anywhere. But, oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah I don't know. We I just would, need I, someone to take a picture. I would hope that I would have smart enough children to recognize a photo of me if I pulled it out. I don't. <laughs> I don't think that you know looks change that much, but you know, Brad, uh, he's, a, he's an interesting bird. But uh, next scene. Jill and Eileen. Uh, I couldn't could not think of Eileen's name for the life of me. My notes. I just wrote a line, <laughs> like, and I was going to fill it in later. Uh, Jill and Eileen. They're talking. Uh, I didn't even know they were friends. Did you? Has that been established? Yeah, I don't know that we've had them hang out alone. You know, this seems like more of a Marie thing. <clears throat> yeah, where's Marie? What happened to Marie? Marie Marie's like I lost my locket. <laughs> I had to go back to Brooklyn to find my locket. She, the meat man, moved to Brooklyn, so she had to go with her. I don't know. All right, so, so they're, they're talking right, about. So we got Eileen here. Yeah, go ahead. There's 40 cupcakes on the table. She's got a lot of work to go. 960 to go. <laughs> At least there's yeah. probably. She said multiple thousands from Jeez. what I gather. So, uh, Jill shows the awesome cutouts to Eileen and. Eileen says, you know, all men want that, right? And mm-hmm. Jill says, not Al. But it turns out even Al wants the large-chested women because when they were playing putt-putt, which is one of favorite Al's favorite pastimes, uh, he, he was gawking himself. Well, he at, went 36 strokes over par. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but uh, well, <laughs> And we've already established that Al is, like, the best putt-putt guy ever, right? I mean, he's really good, yeah. <laughs> Really good. Do you remember when he lost to one of the boys, though, in that homemade? He got so mad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, he, lost the, he lost in the side yard. He got, he got ripped <laughs> off, kind of, though. Not enough side yard in this episode for me. Nah, never enough side yard for me. <laughs> All right, so, uh, luckily, I, I don't know if this is luckily, but Jill has a computer program to change the <laughs> I'd appearance. I'd say it's pretty lucky, because <laughs> the technology, like... I don't think it exists now. This, well, like, yes, this is like an early Photoshop, but uh, I mean, built specifically to objectify men and women. I don't. Yeah, I guess I. It's is it photo? You would call that Photoshop? I mean, that's what this. The desired effect is what people do with Photoshop. I don't know that you can just you know press Aug- augment breasts and uh, <laughs> just press press B for breasts on your keyboard and it'll work. But uh, you, you know, just, you should describe it. I guess. Yeah, so basically, you put a picture of yourself against a, a blank background, and then apparently the keyboard is just set up so that, you know, D is, you increase or decrease what? your delts, well. B is for boo. <laughs> boo. 
What are you laughing about? I, I, when you said D, I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> well, P. Yeah. P is for PAX, but Tim is not sure about that. It's a so. racy episode, yeah. It's basically like a photo of Jill on the computer, and like, yeah, any button she presses, she can like change her body, and um, it's hooked up to the television somehow. Kind of high tech. I mean, I guess I know <laughs> Wait, how you. I know how you would. I know how you would do it now. I don't know how you would have done it then. But, yeah, they don't uh, have I HDMI guess, cords at this point, but yeah. there's something hooked up there. So, so yeah, she, and she's changing her body, and she just presses B a bunch of times, and her, her boobs get, like... And her waist gets a lot smaller. Yeah, and... Tim, Tim yeah. comes in, mm-hmm. and uh, he's impressed. He makes some sort of noise. I don't remember what type of noise, but... He goes, a wow. noise that Oh, wow, he says. Okay, and uh, that's, you know... He should know better at this point, but he doesn't. And uh, Jill starts airing the dirty laundry in front of Eileen right yeah, here. Yeah, I would be like, yeah, that was where I would just be like, I would just say, we're going to talk about this. Let's take this offline. We're going to talk about this later. Like, now is not the time. <laughs> no, but now is the time for Jill. And Eileen, you know, um, quickly says, I, it's time for me to leave. Eileen so says, cause... is that the telephone ringing? I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she would have, because that would have been funny. Ring, ring. Oh, phone call. Got to go. <laughs> Not enough jokes like that in this episode. But no, instead, uh, Tim's, you know, he sits down to work on Jill. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, because he... he's a, a freaking idiot in this episode. <laughs> he's so he dumb. Keeps making, he keeps making jokes. Uh, Jill tries to keep bringing him back to Earth. It doesn't really work. So, yeah, she's mad. Jill comes back. Jill's perspective on plastic surgery is kind of, I would say, a little bit, I don't one one sided, I guess. Yeah, well, she's just she keeps saying how like she says like women women are doing this to themselves in real life because they have such low self esteem, which I don't think is always the case. Like I feel like someone can get plastic surgery, man or wo- or woman, not because they have low self esteem. Like it doesn't have to be because you feel bad about yourself. I, I sure. don't think like that just seems. Whenever like a, it's a, one of those things where whenever you yeah, whenever you take something to the extreme, you're yeah. obviously going to alienate. A bunch of people. So, right. um, but yeah, that's that's the point that she's trying to make in this episode. And Flawed for her, it, yeah, for her, I guess it is really a self esteem issue because she kind of goes. I mean, she does later seem to really like make her feel bad. So yeah, maybe her self esteem is low, but I think just in general, like you don't have to feel lousy about yourself to want to change something. But sure. Yeah. So at home later on, uh, we presume that Tim had to sleep on the couch. Jill and Tim. Uh, are there and Tim is now on the screen so we're gonna flip this a little bit and Jill says what do you think I want you to look like and so Tim is supposed to uh figure he, that. he hits P P for pecs yeah so it's a racy racy episode Whew. and then uh there's another Timinator joke instead of Terminator because he gets some giant biceps uh Jill shows him what she wants and it's just him the original <sighs> picture she yeah. she says that he is what he finds or she finds sexy, you know, not not his body. So uh, even if he's fat or bald, and then she obviously changes to the fat bald Tim, and um, then this is kind of where, like I was saying, it's almost like a self esteem thing for her because she says, like, how do you feel, Tim? Is, is this something you want me to change? Like, what's what's the deal? Um, and he tries to be sincere, and he is for a moment, and then he immediately blows it. And makes yeah, another joke. Yeah, he's really stupid in this one. I feel like every sitcom episode from the '90s has uh, one where like a woman will like I don't know like stuff her bra or like put in like fake breasts and then like she'll get treated differently. I feel like I've, I feel like in the '90s that was like a big plot point. Like episodes of shows where like women would 
change that make their breasts bigger, like uh, just for whatever reason, and then like men would be nicer to them. I feel I, I thought that was going to happen here. I, I've seen that probably four times in other '90s mm. shows. And I thought we were heading yeah, there. Yeah, if, if she would have walked around with, like, stuff. Yeah, and then she, like, goes up to the grocery did. store and, like, everybody's really nice to her. I don't know. But. <sighs> it would have been, you know, Tim's reaction would have been the same as what he's already doing. So I guess it would have been a wasted scene, yeah, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. So. All right. We didn't get enough side yard, but we're going to get some right now. Yeah, let's, so. uh, should we play a clip? Yeah, let's play a clip. <sighs> Something burning out here, Wilson? No need to be alarmed, Tim. <laughs> I'm just smoking a fish. <laughs> Regular <or> menthol. <laughs> no, 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 Jim. I'm curing an Alaskan salmon. My only concern is what wine to have it with. <laughs> Love to help you, but I got a concern of my own. It started with me turning Jill's breasts into hot air balloons. <laughs> I'm getting kind of excited about it. Well, Tim, I think you finally found a problem that's out of my realm of expertise. Oh, you don't understand. She had this computer simulation that showed some cosmetic surgeon's alterations to her body it reminded me of when she was young when i first met her mm-hmm. and i kind of liked it then like a bonehead i asked what it would cost to overhaul her whole body <laughs> whoa major faux pas <laughs> major faux pas was he in the same campaign as general wow <laughs> tim i'm not familiar with general wow but your situation reminds me of the naked ape. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the one exactly, Tim. You see, the naked ape is a book which theorizes that men like apes are instinctively drawn to younger, more fertile women in order to propagate the species. What's Mrs. Naked Ape attracted to? Well, unlike the male of the species, her instinct is to be attracted to someone who's older and more experienced, someone with more wisdom, sensitivity. Wait a minute. What you're saying is if I explained to Jill it was just my instincts talking, I'd be off the hook. No, 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 Jim. What I'm trying to say is you have to learn to understand your instincts, and then you won't be on the hook in the first place. Oh, yeah, sure, I'd be good. (laughs) All right, so Tim smells some smoking something, and uh, Wilson's smoking (laughs) some fish. Yeah, that's what he's smoking. Yeah, uh, Tim explains his problem as he is wont to do, and uh, you know, he he's kind of wondering why am I stupid? Is <laughs> what he wants. To <laughs> What's do. wrong with me? <laughs> What's wrong with me? Uh, Wilson brings up the Naked Ape book, uh, which basically says men are like apes, drawn to younger, more fertile women to propagate the species, while women's instinct, a woman's instinct, is to be attracted to someone who's older and wiser and more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just one of those psychology sessions again. And that does it. <laughs> that does it. Tim Tim says he sees a way out of the situation and uh, he's wrong initially and Wilson yeah. says, you know, just try to understand your instincts and overcome them, not yeah. s- subcom subcom. His instincts them, have so. treated him well throughout this episode, so sure. good advice, Wilson. <laughs> yeah. If there's uh, one thing about Tim, it's it's he's got great instincts. Well, I mean that's Wilson's point, is you know, recognize yeah. what your instincts are and then, you know, don't necessarily cave into them. So. Mm, yeah, true. Which again, right, we're th- back this- at tool time. Go ahead. Jordan, we're back at tool time. Are we back no, at tool ahead. time? Did you, what were you going to say? You had a final Well, I was just going to say, I, this is the exact thing that he said at overactive glance, I think. I, we don't, I don't rem- I mean, 
it wouldn't surprise me to see this show kind of uh, repeating storylines and plot points and so on. But you just uh, don't. You can't corroborate on your own. I can't. Well, I like I said. I've said many times. Once I watch these episodes and we record a show, they're gone for good. Like I can maybe remember you've like got, bits and pieces. You've got so, you've got so much else going on based on what you told me in this new year that you can't possibly remember the old episodes. My life is a whirlwind right now, and I just can't <laughs> I can't store these episodes in my brain. There's no space. All right, no space. <clears throat> Tool time. Sanding a new table. Uh, that is their task for the day. Al has found a, a uh, yard sale table. They're going to fix it up real good. Um, Al is prepared to do so, but Tim says, you know what? This table is fine the way it is. We don't need to change this table. It's almost like he's making a comparison, and there's a metaphor here. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's this subtle, is when it becomes subtle, male improvement instead of home improvement. Yeah, you know what? It's not just home improvement. It's also male improvement. Um, and, uh, yeah, basically the table's beautiful as it is they're not going to change it it's a perfect table he's of course um you know relating it to his wife and he says they need to be affectionate to the table and they should rub it together <laughs> just rub it with some oil yeah just rub just it with some oil together it. yeah so that's how it ends <laughs> al's as weirded out as as presumably the audience is as they yeah just al has no context which makes it probably a little worse for him i would think yeah so that i mean if i went to see tool time on that specific day, and they just rub that table for like forty minutes. I'd be pretty po'd. Yeah, it's probably well, free to get know, in, but you know. Would I don't you know. rather them make a bunch of Al's mom jokes or what? I like a mix of both. <laughs> I like to well, see him rub a table and make some mom jokes, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe they did. You know, we only saw part of the That's show. That's true. That's true. It's like the it's like the anniversary episode where they just wheel out a middle school television and show clips from old episodes <laughs> not a lot of foresight or planning goes into uh some of these productions but i feel like i'd rather show up and watch cooking with irma to be honest percent hundred percent she's got joie de vivre mm. all right all home. Right. mark's <laughs> big you. day continues uh yeah <laughs> that's what it should have been mark's big that's day the title yeah uh he wins he wins chess who's he playing i forget tim uh he defeats randy first Randy, uh, Tim says that you don't want to play me in chess because I can't play chess. Kind of a funny line. Um, I'm having trouble reading my notes. Oh, he goes upstairs <laughs> and plays with his computer. Uh, Jill enters, <laughs> presumably coming home from work, and he says, did you watch Tool Time? She should have been like, no, I was at work, you idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, I watched it at work. It's, uh, yeah, it was just on in the office. Yeah, we just, every, everybody takes a break for 30 minutes a day, tunes into the local PBS affiliate, and we watch. Also, we watch I continue to have questions, and I was going to bring this up earlier, about what the magazine is. They are writing about, like, Swedish stuff a while ago, and now it's plastic surgery. Like, what what is the theme of this, this magazine? They don't want to be nailed down by your categories, Adam. Yeah, I mean, so. uh, yeah. I, if, if, if there's one thing that would work for a magazine, it would just be covering everything. <laughs> I mean, specialization is not important in that field. Uh, no. But uh, she, you know, he apologizes. He gifts her the table. So, like, tell me if I'm wrong here, but ultimately, <laughs> didn't he fix up the table anyways? No, he, he just didn't. rubbed oil on it. That's it. Okay, he did not fix it. I was going to say, like, I don't understand the message there if he ended up fixing up the table regardless. So he rubbed oil on it. <laughs> uh, this bothers me about this episode. It's another one of those things where, like, you know that episode where Jill really wants an herb garden, but we never hear it until it yeah. comes up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All of a sudden, she really wants this table. She's always wanted this table, and now it's here. So, yeah. I don't know. That bothers me. It is kind of stupid. Just kind of throw it in last minute. Uh, okay, so he rubbed the table. 
uh, a lot, a lot good rubbing on that table, and uh, it's all of a sudden it's it's very nice, and she's so happy. But ultimately, she's not happy about the table. She's just happy that Tim is not being dumb anymore. Uh, they go to the futuristic Photoshop machine, and somehow Tim has programmed. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. The, like this techno, like he put them 450 years into the future, and it'd be funny if he did that, and they were just skeletons. Like, oh, it was just, like, yeah, dead bodies. another missed opportunity. That would have been a good joke. Um, everyone, no. everyone looks the same when they're dead. That would have yeah. been a great yeah. uh, equalizer. He uh, shows them when they're old and decrepit, and basically he says, you know, uh, we'll love each other 450 years in the future. I love you. Uh, I rubbed a table for you. That's the end of the episode, pretty much. <laughs> well, there is another scene where Mark is playing Tim and Jess, so apparently Tim learned... And Tim is just agonizing over his new, his next move. He's been sitting there for 30 minutes, and Jill is sitting in the corner reading a magazine. Maybe her, her own, own magazine. magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Narcissist. <laughs> it's like when we listen to episodes of this podcast. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, that was a really funny one. Yeah, that was a good uh, one. So she's just sitting over in the corner taunting him, and uh, Mark ends up winning, and uh, he, he gets checkmate, and now Tim has to dust. Can you play chess or no? Yes, I, can. I mean, I I know how and I can. You can also play chess. I can, I'm allowed to, but I don't know how. So. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Uh, it's, I mean, I'm definitely not advanced. That's. I think Mark might beat me. Roll credits fade to black. What you see is what you get, a.k.a. Jilf. <laughs> highs and lows, All right, Jordan. Adam, highs and lows. Oh, no, you. I, I beat you. All right. Um, I don't know at this point if I should be impressed by how they just continue to recycle plot lines or upset. So, yeah, I, that, that's that's how I feel in a nutshell. But yeah, highs, there's not many. Um, you know, are you sure P is for pecs was kind of a funny line, I mm-hmm. guess. I wasn't expecting it. A little bit, a little bit raunchier than I expected. Um, but that's really the only high for me, um, besides nostalgia at, you know, the Game Boy scenes. Lowe's, uh, felt, like I said, a lot like the Kiki episode, Overactive Glance, um, loaded with just one-liners and jokes that were not particularly funny, and the table thing where it just, like, comes out of nowhere and is all of a sudden something she always wanted, that, that's just gonna always bother me when you don't, like, set that stuff up ahead of time, and it's just kind of thrown in for a plot device, so... Yeah, just a not a not a great episode, not original in really any way, and I'm excited to move on to the next one. Yeah, um, you know, highs here. There aren't very many. Uh, a couple of the jokes land, but there's just so. I mean, it, it, you know, you throw enough stuff against the wall, something's gonna stick. Uh, a few jokes are are, are good enough. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything I like. Mark Wilson gets to shine. I know, but I didn't really like that. I thought it was kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson's scene is okay, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, I, I really struggle with finding highs here. Um, lows, I don't like it when Tim is kind of just a buffoon and oblivious to the world and the feelings of people around him. Um, the scene with Brad and Randy and Tim and the basement kind of like talking about babes and their mom was just kind of strange <laughs> to me um the jokes aren't funny it's like you said it's very much something we've seen before and we'll probably see again uh it's not like it's not one of the worst episodes by any means but it's not especially good nor is it very memorable um so yeah just 
below average, something, basically everything here we've seen before, uh, nothing stands out or works particularly well. So, so uh, just another banner episode for yeah. Home Improvement. This is, why uh, we, this is why we step away from the episodes from time to time. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is why we've recorded three film uh, episodes in a row. In a row, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so <laughs> I guess with that, we just move on to Sean's social media corner. Mm-hmm. And if you want to reach out to us, let us know how much you loved this episode. You can do so at thehomeandpodcast.com. You can go to facebook.com slash homeandpodcast. You can tweet at us at homeandpodcast is our Twitter handle. Uh, if you'd like to sh- support the show, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash homeandpodcast. We'd love uh, your support in any way possible, including a free way, which is just leaving us an iTunes review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so, got a new iTunes review, Jordan, so uh, perhaps I should read it. Perhaps you should. All right, and I will read it as soon <laughs> as I am able to pull it up. Uh, here we go. Nope, not yet. <laughs> here we go. All right, here we go. Uh, December 20th, 2017, Tool Time, More Like Good Time by Ed Helms is a Star. Two guys get into a fun yet intellectual conversation about a late 90s sitcom. If God made a podcast, it would be Hoenn Podcast. <laughs> Could not recommend enough. Five stars. Wow, that is generous. I it's would not, say I, we are intellectual. An, yeah, it's not a late 90s sitcom necessarily, but uh, you know we appreciate the, the review uh, nevertheless. And uh, yeah, so if you want to rate the show, we have, uh, we're getting up there in iTunes reviews finally, 21. Uh, it'd be nice to have... 121, but, you know, we'll take it. Uh, someone did give us a three-star review. Wow, that's interesting. Hey, you know what? That just shows that, like, you know, these people are real. We're not just getting a bunch of people and paying a bunch of people to leave five-star well, reviews. Well, I think it's time someone decided to stop being polite Bra- and start being down real. To Earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah, rate review us on iTunes. In terms of Twitter, I don't... We've been off for so long, I don't really have anything particularly... <laughs> Interesting I mean, you did you did post a really interesting uh, video clip. I accidentally deleted you. it though. Oh, you dummy! <laughs> well, here's what happened. It, like there was like a glitch <laughs> on my phone, and it showed that. Okay, so it showed that it had been there was like the same tweet twice, and I was like, oh, I must have posted it twice. So I deleted it, and then they both went away. So, uh, oh. but yeah, basically it was me uh, talking through a particular scene in this episode. I'll keep doing it. Um, it got good feedback. Uh, yeah. You know, Stephanie uh, said that we should do all of those episodes commenting while watching it. Uh, there's probably some copyright issues there, but, you know, small you know, yeah, snippets. Yeah, that's are... like a mystery science theater kind of thing. And the only reason they're able to do that is because those are all, like, public domain uh, yeah. things. So, I think. Uh, one poll we did do, uh, did you like El Camino Christmas? Nine total votes, and this just showed... Perhaps why we shouldn't have done it. 45% said, haven't seen it. 33% said, no. 22% said, yes. Uh, so, we, you know, I'm not saying you need to go see El Camino Christmas, but our episode might make you can more just, sense if you do. Yeah, well, they should probably just listen to our episode instead. That's true. True that, true that. All right. Uh, Jordan, I think uh, about closing it down here. You got anything you want to ask me? Yeah, I got some questions. We'll see if you like them. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Uh, you know, earlier in this episode, the the tool time. Well, I'm tool time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to. <laughs> There's some rust. There's some rust here. The tool time. Yeah. 
<laughs> the tool time. All right, so earlier in this episode, Al goes to a garage sale, purchases some tables, $3 for three tables. That's a pretty good deal. I was wondering, you know, we're both garage sale people. We like going to uh, the rummages and mm-hmm. finding some good finds. Do you have a favorite garage sale purchase of all time? You know, that's a diff- really, it's probably one of the more difficult questions you've ever asked me. Uh, I do a lot of garage sailing, a lot of thrifting. Um, the song Thrift Shop was written. Yeah, Macklemore and I, that was a double, that was a two hander, uh, him and I. <laughs> I actually, a three hander, Ryan Lewis as well. Um, a favorite. Well, I guess what I'm look, I'm, you know, I'm looking at uh, a dictionary right now. It's a very, very old dictionary. Like I think like 1950 something. It is about 14 to 15 inches thick. Uh, it's leather. It's very, very cool. I bought it at Houghton Lake uh, several years ago uh, for like five bucks. It's really, really cool. Um, it's accompanied me uh, everywhere I've lived the last five or six years it's it's kind of a classic looking thing and i think you know Mm. friends of mine uh have admired it as well uh it has it's really it has like photos of various types of fish and plants and it's it's very extensive and uh really cool otherwise uh i'm sure there's things that i can't think of right now but uh yeah that's but that's that's one thing that stands out yeah that's a good find you'll Mm -hmm. have to post a post a picture of that sure Um, yeah the things that, you know, I, I, I like some really good deals on some nostalgia things. So, like, old Sega games or whatever that I used to play. Now I don't have a Sega, so that's not going to be something Sega. I look for. Sega. Um, I've gotten, like, a lot of board games for a dollar each that I were basically brand new. Like, Monopoly, Scategories, Catchphrase. Um, and then... You know, I, I got a gift um, from my wife a few years ago that was kind of a nice, like, table, just like the tables that you saw on Tool Time that we used for our outdoor uh, outdoor patio and do it, and that was a nice gift. So, just there's there's lots of good stuff there. It's a good way to pass time and Indeed. find some deals. I had the deals, pleasure so. of driving by DeWitt uh, ah. just uh, a few days ago, and I uh, I thought of of you and your time there and a, mm. a bald eagle flew over the sky and shed one singular tear <laughs> holy crap uh you didn't stop by the mega mall or Meyer? uh no but i saw them and they looked <laughs> really good that mega mall actually doesn't look that good like no. most malls I mean- in michigan kind of out of commission yeah well i mean the mall is a little bit different than like the genesee valley mall but yeah a little bit a little bit. All right. Probably uh, better, I would say. Depends on who you talk to. Jordan, what are All we covering right. next week? It's going to be, isn't it going to be kind of a doozy? All right. You know, we've talked about this. You've talked about this for like. Yeah, man. I am excited. Years. We're going to be covering Reality Bites. AKA the original Catfish. The Catfish Backdoor Pilot. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Starring Randy. So it's going to be. It's going to be interesting. I'm sure we'll have some good takes. Um, thank you for everyone for listening. I wanted to say thank you again to Crunch Time Cam for sponsoring <laughs> yeah, man. this episode. Thanks so much. It's really, so, I don't know how we were able to, to get that. It, I don't like That's such a big get for us. Yeah, so if you want to get your hands on a, uh, a copy of Crunch Time Cam, just go to Amazon, type that in. You'll see an ebook or a paperback version, and someday maybe an audio, an audio version. So. 
Who's gonna do the? Are you gonna get like James Franco to do the audio version? Or <laughs> I actually have already signed up with someone to do it, but it's really? not James Franco. Oh, that's too bad. He does yeah. the best audio books. I know. Well, maybe next time. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, next week, uh, Reality Bites. Uh, thank you for joining me today, Jordan. Thank you, uh, listeners, for listening. And I guess I should say, take care. Take care, everybody.